Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. I have great news. I want to let you know the ESL program is open for application. I have helped hundreds of women inside of this program move towards secure attachment and learn how to attract their soulmate partnership. I'm not telling you this to brag. I really want you to know that I know exactly where you are at right now, and I know how to get you to where you want to go. Right now, you might be investing in relationships that seem like they go nowhere, might be completely frustrated with the dating scene. You may be experiencing low self-worth, anxious attachment, or avoidant attachment, and you may just want to give up altogether on ever attracting that healthy relationship that you know deep down you do deserve. And if where you want to go is, hey, you want to be able to date confidently You want to show up as that securely attached version of you with high self-worth who takes care of herself and the person who can also attract and maintain that healthy, great relationship. If that's where you want to be and you're not sure how to get there, I want you to know I can help you. The ESL program is a proven framework. We've helped hundreds of women And right now, when you join, you get access to a very special offer that I'm not sure we'll ever do again. You will get a bonus month in the program. So that's extra time to ensure that you get to exactly where you want to be. So if you're ready to get off the dating roller coaster for good and move to that securely attached woman I want to personally invite you to apply now to the ESL program. The link to apply is in my Instagram bio, and it's also in the show notes. I can't wait to see you inside of the program. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. I'm so excited to be back in my home studio here in sunny Florida, 75 degrees and sunny in November. I am not in Montana anymore. Uh, it feels really good. I love my microphone, my home studio setup. I've got my dogs here, my eight pound multi poo and my golden doodle. Uh, fun fact, I wanted to record podcast episodes yesterday, but my little multi poo blue had other plans and he chewed up the cord that connects the microphone do the computer. So I was not able to record yesterday, but it just gave me more time to prepare these episodes and make them even better for you. 
I'm super excited to talk with you about today's topic. It actually came from a former ESL program member, as I would say, a graduate of the ESL program. And she was an awesome client and super, super involved in the program. And I know that she showed up and grew as a person so much. And obviously, I keep in touch with people as they graduate, and I love to cheer them on as they go on to lead their best lives and date, and some of them get married, and some of them go on and they're building a wonderful committed partnership, and they're becoming engaged. It's always amazing to me to get to witness people's journeys And to be able to see, hey, the person who I met with when they started the program is a completely different person today. That just makes me incredibly happy. Anyways, this came from a graduate of the program, and she asked me to talk about the difference between commitment and exclusivity. And There's a lot I can say about this. Um, I wanted to talk about just what it looks like to deepen a relationship, what it looks like to intentionally build a relationship. And I'm hoping to do this through the lens of attachment theory. I will say this. You all know that I am a nerd. I read nonstop all day, every day. Fun fact, I'm actually a speed reader. I have placed in the 99th percentile for processing speed. So I'm one of those lucky people who can speed read. I can read a book in a day. I can read a book in two days. Just how my brain works. Trust me, it also has its drawbacks. Uh, But it does allow me to read very quickly, to go through articles quickly. Um, And one of the things that I've been doing recently is just anything that comes out about attachment theory, I'm on it. I enjoy it. I eat it up. I try to be aware of what's coming out because I think it's important for me to stay informed as I'm supporting you all on your journeys. And there's a book I want to highlight today as we explore this conversation of commitment versus exclusivity. There's a book I want to talk about that is called Poly Secure. What it is, is it's an exploration of polyamorous, which is a, has a huge umbrella underneath that, right? But of polyamorous non-monogamy style relationships through the lens of attachment theory. I have to say this is a great book, even if polyamory is not on your radar. The way that attachment styles are discussed, the framework that's used for discussing relationships in the context of attachment theory I believe it's an incredible book for anybody. So polysecure and this whole this whole question of okay, commitment versus exclusivity, the what are we question. You may have heard me say the DT 
our talk. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about when I say that? The define the relationship talk. Oh Lord, how, how many of you have put that talk off? You're on like date number seven, you wore your best dress and you're just waiting to have that conversation and you're hoping the other person's going to bring it up and they never do. And then all of a sudden it's six months in and the person's saying, oh, I just thought we were having fun. And meanwhile, you thought you were building a healthy, committed relationship Dun, dun, dun. That's exactly what we want to avoid. And I'm hoping today's conversation helps you avoid that. Okay. (laughs) So here's the thing. Exclusive versus committed only even matters if you and the person are willing to discuss what your relationship needs are and what it is that you want in a relationship. I want to say something. I coach women who are ready for committed relationships. Most of my clients are monogamous. Some are polyamorous. Most are monogamous. And I coach women who want long-term committed partnerships, who are sick of the dating roller coaster, who want to get off of the apps. They don't particularly like the dating apps. They want to get off of them. And they're ready to build that relationship with a partner they can grow with, the person they can plan vacations with, and the person that hey, they can buy a home with someday. Many of my clients desire to have children, not all of them. If they don't want children, they usually want fur babies with someone. Um, but, But this is mainly the people I help. And then here's an important however. However, this is not everyone on the dating market, right? This is not everyone who's out there. There are people who do not desire commitment, who do not desire long-term partnerships. Now, is it fair to say that some of that's personal choice and probably some of it could be related to unconscious, early on attachment wounds? Absolutely. Am I saying that one is right and one is wrong? No. The reality is, is there are more people in the dating pool who really struggle with commitment, right? That's why they're in the dating pool. They're back out there. However, there are so many people that want commitment, that want a long-term partnership, that want that person to go to the grocery store with So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this so that you fully grasp the importance of being honest about what you are looking for, the kind of relationship that you desire to build. You must be honest about this if you want to build it. And it's very easy to avoid being honest about it. It's very easy to quote unquote, oh, just see where it goes. However, 
You have a right to be honest with yourself about what you want, and you have a right to understand what the other person wants as well. I want that to sink in. You have a right to be honest about what you want, and you have a right to understand what the other person wants as well. Here's an important distinction. When you're dating and you're early on and you're feeling that out and you're having the conversations to understand what you both want, it's not saying that that will absolutely be the case and that by saying what you want, you're saying, and I want babies with you. You're not saying with you. You're saying, this is what I'm looking for in a partner, right? Think about if you went to a job interview and there was no job description, you had no idea of the tasks, you had no idea what the role required, you had no idea what the pay structure was, etc. But you're like, yeah, let's just see where it goes. That's the equivalent of how a lot of people approach dating. There's no job description, there's no relationship description. How are you supposed to know if you're interested in investing emotionally and in investing your time and your energy if you're not clear what the role is? Yeah, it'd be like going to the job interview. They're like, yeah, don't really know what you're going to be doing, but hey, you could try it. Like, let's see what happens. And then six months in, it's not anything you like to do and you haven't been paid yet. Like, Let's be honest, this approach of just quote unquote, playing it cool, it does not serve you, right? And I think myself and experiencing anxious attachment in the past, the strategy was to play it cool because they didn't want to be quote unquote, too much. You don't want to be too needy. You want to come off as the cool girl who's fine with whatever and then what happens is the other person assumes that that's how you really feel. And then eventually you get to a place where you have resentment, where you're unclear about what's happening and it blows up, right? So the the important thing to know is, hey, you deserve to be able to make intentional, informed decisions in your relationship life where you are investing emotionally into relationships that have potential and that line up with what you desire in a partnership. And I'm not saying that this means from day one, you show up with a relationship description and you say, well, this is exactly what I want. And if it's not this, that I'm not okay. I'm not saying that. There is a process of learning. Do I even want to have an expectation discussion with this person? Do I even want to share what I want, right? You have to have gotten to know somebody a little bit to even know if it's worthwhile to explain what you're really truly looking for. And you can go to past episodes of mine where I talk about dating with an open palm and having no expectations. You have to allow yourself to show up that way in the beginning because you really truly have no idea if this is somebody you even want to build a relationship with, right? Okay, so 
exclusivity versus commitment. I, it's funny, I'm sure this is not at all what my client had in mind when I'd be answering this question, but the point is, is simply putting those titles on something of deciding, oh, we're exclusive, but we're not committed, um, isn't going to do the relationship justice. However, they can be helpful but it's not the whole picture. It's not as though you can go through the building of a relationship and just say, well, hey, we're in the dating phase. We're in the exclusive phase. Oh, wow, we're in the commitment phase. Oh, wow, we're in the lifelong partners. Let's do everything together and build a life phase. No, it's a much more uh, open and nuanced conversation than that, right? Like there's a lot of gray area. As humans, we so want things to fit into categories. We so want to say like, oh man, we're in the committed phase and know exactly what that means. The reality is, is each person has different definitions of each way of being in a relationship. And this requires you to talk about it. So you cannot get away with simply having a label. There has to be discussions about, well, what does that mean to you? Well, this is what it means to me. And this is why it's important to me. Um, So I want to encourage you that the most important thing is to talk about where you are at presently, what it is that you want, what it is you feel like you need, And here's a very important piece I wanted to get to today. Talk about what it is that you need so that you can build a secure attachment with your partner. Here's something I want you to keep in mind. You can date practically anybody, right? Like you could have a dating relationship with anybody. You could have a relationship with anybody. I always tell people it's not hard to have a relationship. They're available to you. Here's the piece that requires you to be intentional, to show up and to have good communication. You can't build a secure, great relationship with just anybody. That's a unique role that has unique responsibilities that are completely unique to you that you have to understand is the person willing to show up in this role so that we may build a great, securely attached relationship. I hope this is making sense, right? You could have a good relationship, an okay relationship, a bad relationship with just about anybody. However, there are certain people who are willing to build a securely attached and great relationship with you. And the only way you connect with those people and you find those people is by you becoming securely attached yourself and then also learning how to show up in a way where you can communicate what your needs are and you can, here's one of my favorite words ever, where you can operationalize 
what it means to be in a securely attached relationship with you. So here's the deal. You might say to someone, hey, what I need to feel securely attached in this relationship is a mutual understanding that we are exclusive and we are not seeing anyone else. Okay. And then the partner may say, okay, I hear you. What I need is exclusive and the mutual understanding that we are also committed, that we are invested into showing up and making this great relationship work. And the other person may say, okay, well, you know what? I'm not really at that committed spot. I'm not, I'm not really there yet. However, I don't want to date anyone else. If I'm honest with you, I'm just not quite at the committed spot. And then here's the growth edge. That person who just got that little shot to the heart has to be able to say, I hear you. I understand. And then they have to get curious about, well, what do you think would help getting to that place? What do you need to get there? Do you think you ever will? Like, what does that look like for you to meet me where I'm at? Is that possible? And then you would discuss that further. So that's just a mini example of what it means to really talk about where you're at and to really clearly define, hey, what kind of relationship are we building here? Here is what I know. There is no two relationships that look the same. We are, as individuals, we are so complex. We have different needs. We have had different past experiences. We have different hopes and dreams for our futures In every relationship, there's a beautiful blend of both freedom and closeness. The degree of freedom that you need will depend on many experiences that you had and also on your feeling of safety. People who can feel more secure in their partnership will oftentimes desire more freedom to go off and be independent and do their own thing. And and they don't necessarily need as much reassurance and closeness and time together. And I think that that's also very different, though, from the avoidantly attached person who doesn't really have capacity for time together and closeness and real deep intimacy because it's terrifying So instead of securely attached freedom, they have avoidantly attached freedom where they're avoiding intimacy altogether. So notice how same behaviors, two different relationships, different experience within the relationship, right? And the reality is, is you may date someone who is securely attached and your needs in that relationship are minimal, like wow, when you're with them, you're fully present. You feel fully connected. You actually don't need texts throughout the day. You feel great. You know that they're there when you need them. You feel very securely attached. And then all of a sudden you're dating in the future. You're dating this avoidantly attached person. Holy cow, your relationship needs are different. There may be a lot of foundational work of, wow, I really feel that in order to build secure attachment with you, I need 
reassurance throughout the day. I need that weekend date night that's planned every week. Your needs will change based on the relationship. The important thing is, and I I say this and I don't know that people fully understand what I mean when I say it, but the really important thing is, is that you have two people who both want to build secure attachment. You have two people who say, I'm willing to hear you out and know what you need. And I also am willing to own what I need and accurately express it to you. And that both people say, I want to show up in this relationship and I want us to build a secure attachment, right? That's the most important thing. And it doesn't matter your attachment style. Obviously, when you have people who like, like women who go through the program, they have worked to understand what it means to become securely attached. And they've worked on themselves to be able to move themselves closer to secure attachment. And the truth is, is that does really support them in going on to build healthy, great relationships. They have the tools, they've done the work themselves. They can go on to build secure, great relationships with kind of a a leg up versus people who are hanging out mostly in anxious attachment, avoidant attachment. They will need to work a little bit harder with their partner to build secure attachment, but it's possible. Okay. So all of this to say, oh my gosh, this is, I can't believe how long these episodes get when I go down attachment theory rabbit holes, but welcome to my brain, y'all. Like these are the things I think about. I, I just have to laugh at myself. Like I'll be driving my car and it's like, oh my gosh, that's why that happens. And this is so important. And, you know, or I'm, um, on the Peloton. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to talk about that. Like these are the thoughts that go on in my brain. So I know that it's helpful to you all. And I'm just grateful that it's a gift because otherwise it would just be all this useless thought not going anywhere. So I'm so grateful I get to share it with you all. Um, but anyways, longest episode ever right now I mostly wanted to get across the point that, hey, you have to be able to be honest with yourself about what you need to build a relationship. You have to operationalize what you need in a relationship and know what it is that you want. And you have to know with full confidence, hey, there are people out there who want what I want. They want the kind of relationship that I want. There are people out there who want that person to go to the grocery store with and build a lifelong partnership and travel the world and have babies, et cetera, if that's what you want, right? So acknowledging that you can be honest about what you want, It's not going to cut you off from relationships. All it will do is get you closer to the relationships that are in fact meant for you, where it is so much easier to build secure attachment because you want the same kind of things. You want the same level of closeness, right? And what I will say is, 
when I, when I research attachment theory, um, obviously I have just so much I can share with you. And, um, in some of the research I've looked at recently, there's this idea of what does it take to build secure attachment like within a relationship? What does it take? And this is not what the clinical research says, but my own takeaway is thinking about qualities of relationships that act as guardrails. When when I say guardrails, you know, picture that car that's driving up a twisty, twisty mountain pass and you got to have the guardrails so you don't fly off. Guardrails in relationships are the things that keep you from spiraling into anxious attachment, avoidant attachment cycles, the things that support you in creating secure attachment. All right. And some of those guardrails are in my book, when I reflect on it, they are open, honest, direct communication, AKA assertive communication. I have episodes on that. They are complete honesty and transparency. And that one is so underrated. Complete honesty and transparency, authentic connection. Okay. Uh, Others include being tuned in. This is so, this one's huge. Being tuned in to your partner, anticipation of your partner's needs. I can do a whole episode on that and I probably will, but being tuned in. And then another one, a huge, huge factor in the guardrails to create secure attachment is boundaries, boundaries, being able to set boundaries that serve you, that help you create that beautiful balance of what I talked about earlier of freedom and closeness. So you have to know what the guardrails are for you. Those are the things that keep you on the path of building the secure attachment. And it may be different than the list I just came up with. For you, it may be, well, hey, I absolutely need words of affirmation. That's going to help me show up as securely attached. You need to be able to know your unique guardrails. Okay, y'all, this podcast episode, it went super deep. If I'm honest, this is probably more like something I would do with my private community, like with women who are in the ESL program. This kind of discussion represents that. So if this felt a little bit, whoa, I don't know what's happening, um, just know that you can listen to it again. You can DM me questions at Dr. Morgan Coaching on Instagram. I want you to be able to take attachment theory principles and apply them to your dating life. I truly, sincerely hope that this was helpful for you. And if you say, hey, I want more, I am ready. I'm no longer just interested. I am committed to embodying the securely attached woman and getting off the dating roller coaster for good. If that's you, make sure you go to the link in my Instagram bio. You can apply to join the ESL program. We do review applications. If you are 
um, accepted, you will hop on a breakthrough session with one of our program advisors where they answer all your questions and they come up with a personalized path forward for you. And the cool thing about that call, I mean, there's no requirement to join the program, but it's a great way for you to learn about yourself and for you to learn about the program. So it's a high value call. If you've been on the fence, if you've been putting it off, this is the time to join. We have a special offer in November. I decided to extend the additional 30 days. So instead of an eight-week program, it's a 12-week program, which gives you more time to get coaching, more time to go over everything to get support, to make that transformation. So I definitely want you to access it. Don't wait on this. Go to the link in my Instagram bio and just click apply now. And please, as always, know this. I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.